Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. I believe this is 167. Oh, the illustrious the age, 167. Yeah, the age in which Joe will live to. Cool. <laughs> uh, huh. I'll take so, it. Saw the yeah. future. Looks good oh, for so Joe. <laughs> um, Everyone else will be I, dead. Right, right. Yeah, on the planet. <laughs> Like, literally the whole planet. It's an <laughs> I am legend I, situation. Yeah, I will be the last man on Earth. He's just Will I, Smith. I will wish for death, but it will not come. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Great start. Uh, well, my name is Josh. Uh, with me, we have uh, future 167-year-old uh, fate of humanity, Joe. Hey, man. He's with me. And <laughs> uh, Spaghetti Jim, the one and only. Sup. <laughs> <laughs> who's Jim? Who's gonna live a normal life? Unremarkable. Yeah, and it's Jimmy. Yeah, he's I'll gonna die pretty it, early. It, it, we're, we're, <laughs> I he found surprised out that, he lived to thirty. <laughs> I found out that Wendy's serves breakfast now, so I'll be gone soon. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Now that you're not up late enough to go through the drive-through at like one in the morning, you can wake up early and get no. Wendy's breakfast and kill yourself that way. Yeah. Sounds right. I don't know, man. Wendy's breakfast. I feel like I need to look that up. It seems like it would be weird. Nah. Is it, is it weird? <laughs> breakfast Frosty? They are oh, not man. a sponsor, if you were wondering. <laughs> no, we haven't made it that big. Or Wendy's. Mm. Honey butter chicken biscuit. Okay. Oh, is this what we're doing now? We're like oh, <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the Wendy's breakfast. You talked about it. They have croissants. Ooh. Mm. Do love a good croissant. It looks all right. It looks fine. <laughs> it looks like it looks like they're trying to be fancier than Wendy's. At least their pictures are. Whatever. I'll try it. Well, if they've I'm been getting awake. fancy lately. Like every couple of years, they do like a pretzel bun because that's the thing. And you yeah, know, you gotta. Yeah, if you're not cool, unless you got pretzel on your bun. <laughs> hey Joe, what's this podcast <laughs> about though? <laughs> Uh, we take a TV show, one show a week, and watch only the first episode, and we talk about it, make our predictions, and then watch the last episode and see if any of them hit. They usually don't, and I promise you, I make <laughs> like <laughs> I make predictions that I think can honestly happen, but I don't think I have a point yet this season. I'm oh, pretty really? confident you have at least half of a point. <laughs> Like got a half last week yeah i don't i don't i i mean i could i could peek and see if you have points i hid the totals uh like i usually do so i don't know who's winning i mean i can tell oh. you i can tell you very confidently joe is not winning yeah this, this season so far but like i'm honestly uh. trying and it seems like after <laughs> like 150 something episodes like there are certain things that you could like just surefire hit on like i think last week i said there'd be a wedding and there wasn't Brent, like I tried yeah. to go easy. <laughs> I mean, I feel your pain, Joe. Last week I said there'd be a blimp and there wasn't. So we were both <laughs> so yeah. close. Things that, you know, are in every finale. Blimps and weddings, yeah, for sure. A wedding on a blimp. Well, I don't think there's going to be a blimp in the finale of the show we're watching <laughs> this week. Uh, it's your pick, right? Yeah, my Joseph? pick. We've done some kind of lighthearted comedies the past couple weeks so i wanted to pick something Some serious Joe shows and weird <laughs> uh yeah. so yeah so uh, this week i've brought the dvds for twin peaks oh <laughs> uh, yes i'm so excited um have you seen any of this joe i've not seen any of it oh wow get and just i was just looking up. at I was just looking at the David Lynch Wikipedia, and I don't think I've seen any of his other shows or movies. Oh, seriously? You yeah, are man, in for I could... a ride. <laughs> you, I, I mean, I'm also in for a, a ride. Maybe not slightly as much as Joe's ride, but I can honestly say I feel like this is one of those shows that this podcast is a bad idea to do. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Because right off the bat, I feel like this show is a show that I should really like just just in general yeah. this should just be a show that i would really like Here's and the thing. um yeah. and i th well, i'm worried that the ending is gonna make me not watch it just because i'm like well now i know what happens well here's the thing is that if you've watched anything of david lynch's 
you could watch that one thing and not know at all what happened. <laughs> this is uh, like this is true. He's just he's a very eccentric writer. It's it's really like he wrote Mulholland Drive, uh, excellent film. But like hmm. you could watch that movie ten times and have ten different outcomes of what you think happened. Um, I literally, I I have watched that movie at least ten times, uh, and I have no idea what yeah. that movie's about. And I feel like Twin Peaks. So I started watching this, and I think I've, I think I'm through. I was through the first season and maybe an episode or two, and I I somehow fell off. Something must have. Some network show must have come back on that I stopped and didn't continue this, but um, it's wild. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I don't even um, know like what what kind of wild it could be. Like, it's is it just weird? Like, it's like <laughs> intrigue wild, like like kind of kind of old school whodunit, but just mm-hmm. mixed with weird and kind of um, kind of fantasy. Hmm. of of the sci-fi genre uh, side. I have no idea. I have no idea what to expect except that it's in like the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Wait. Much. Yeah. West or east? It's Pacific Northwest. There's no, no Pacific I... Northeast. Yeah. No, no, right. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I when I watched this I imagined it was on the east for some reason, but that makes I think that makes more sense. Mhm. Yeah, they keep saying Seattle, and he didn't understand why. <laughs> no, it's Twin, it's Twin Peaks, dude. <laughs> That's the mm-hmm. name of the place. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, well, I'm just saying like they were uh, <laughs> they were saying things like towns nearby or something, you know. Uh, I have seen at least this pilot and maybe an episode into it, but not even heavily watching. I just feel like I've never given it its its time of day. Um, to my detriment, I think I just uh I don't know why, but I just haven't. So Did I'm you? I'm I I know the basic concept of essentially what the first episode, what they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't have anything like that. It lasts for a while and it's still part of the plot, but mm-hmm. there's probably fucking aliens and shit too. <laughs> so David Lynch. Two two things and then I'll shut up. One, uh, Joe, did you think of this because we were just last week talking about Kyle McCle- Mc Mc what's his face? Who I just watched. The- I just watched a YouTube video on how to pronounce his name, and it's McLaughlin. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now that I now that I hear it, that makes yeah. Sense. Kyle McLaughlin was in the finale of Portlandia last week, and we mentioned that mm-hmm. I mentioned that he's in Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, the mayor. Um, yeah. Also of Agents of Shield. Hmm. Um. No, I came up with the show. Um. Because as I was eating dinner a minute ago, I realized I hadn't thought of a show yet. Um. <laughs> so I opened up Netflix, and that was suggested for me, and I was like, "Good call, Netflix." Way to go! Pretty <laughs> solid last minute pick, you know, I would bye. say. So, yeah. <laughs> I think I think in the end, maybe no matter what, I I feel like we're all gonna know this is a good show. I'm confident in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a little elephant in the room to go over, don't we, Joe? When it comes to its seasons and releases. Oh, yeah. Um, when I, yeah, because I, I I barely know just like it's the Pacific Northwest and that it got canceled. But I was looking at the Wikipedia. It came back in like 2017 on Showtime. There was another season and it's like listed on Wikipedia as the third season. So I assume it just like continues on. But for the purposes of our like podcast here, we're just going to do those first two seasons as they originally aired to get the, uh, you know, that classic 1990s experience of, Seeing something cool, then having it get ripped away from you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, also, when something comes back 18 years later, I don't know if you can go, well, mm-hmm. you got to watch all three because obviously they were planning it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not. Oh, man. I'm already getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't watch any of well because I never finished the original. I never watched any of the continuation. I want to call it a reboot, but that's not really what it is. Mm-hmm. Is there a name for that? A reimagining. It's just, it's just the third season. I think it just carries on. Okay. I assume it's like yeah. All right. twenty <laughs> yeah, years later, name. but. There's a name. It's it just pretends like it's the next day. <laughs> yeah. A lot of CGI. <laughs> it's like a Disney Star Wars. Um, I was going to say, I haven't seen anything about this, but I have played an Xbox 360 game called Alan Wake. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you think this is this, that's the same thing? Or what? I, I feel like I've either been told or I read somewhere that like Alan Wake takes a lot of its atmosphere from twin peaks which if you don't know alan wake it's like a guy who's a writer who like goes out somewhere in the pacific northwest to like write his book and weird creepy stuff starts happening hmm. it's about accurate mm-hmm. ha- like gu- guys... ghouls off with with a la- flashlights yeah you gotta shine the darkness out of them <laughs> and then shoot them oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Did you guys see? This is. I don't know if this is still like faux pas. I, I'm. Sh- it, it has to be. But uh, <laughs> the show Louis with Louis C.K. I have I not. It, was it? it but I'm been, aware of the person. Was, I've seen bits of it. HBO. Yeah. It was basically like a spoof, kind of a dark comedy on his own on on Louis C.K.'s own life. Which, watching it and then seeing how his real life unfolded made a lot of sense if you had been <laughs> if you had been following it along up. it all adds up uh but in the wow, show this show's strangely revealing <laughs> now that i know the yeah. future but in the show he has an agent who's like a 15 year old kid who's just like what he feels like his agent must have been in real life at some point and he gets him this audition with a guy and it's it's just David Lynch, the director, and he's just weird as shit. And it's, it's excellent. <laughs> so he's got some actor credits too, to see some weird David Lynch roles. Okay. Uh, well, well, Joe, since you're the only one that's not really seen anything and you uh, have played a video game that you heard might <laughs> resemble it, sort of. Yeah. Do you think you want to try to get into what we might see in this first episode before we do it. Sure. Um, the one thing I do kind of know is that there's some sort of mystery. Like, a, I think it's like, like a whodunit murder mystery. Um, but yeah, so I think that like, there's uh, like the person new in town, like maybe it is a writer again, and maybe the, the Alan Wake thing is like directly from that. And it's like a novel. It's a mystery writer who goes to this town to try to get some inspiration for his book. And it turns out that there was a murder and he tries to solve the murder himself. Like, like against the advice of police. (laughs) Mm. So in the beginning we get some clues. um, And this writer is like, I think by the first of the, by the end of the first episode, he has like someone who he's pretty sure did it. Um, but he needs to investigate more or he's got like, maybe not pretty sure. Maybe he's got like three suspects that he's like, I got to figure out what's going on. And then we spend the rest of season one investigating those, those suspects. Is this just the plot of Alan Wake that you're describing? (laughs) (laughs) No, there's not a murder in Alan Wake. I think he's like trying to find his wife who went missing. Yeah. Alan Wake is kind of like silent hill but not in the town of silent hill and now it's a writer <laughs> all right and instead of sexy ghoul nurses there's a uh, shadowy ghoul figures mm-hmm. sexy ghoul nurses <laughs> hey man play play silent hill ah or watch twin peaks maybe we'll find <laughs> out um First episode is called Pilot, but it also has another title called Northwest Passage. So I'm going with that. Thank mm-hmm. you, Dave Lynch. Cool. Every single episode is just called like episode two, and then it has a name. So they kind of, for some reason, gave it quote unquote two titles. One just telling you what number it is. <laughs> so let's watch the first episode of 
Twin Peaks called Northwest Passage. We'll be back after that. We are back for the first episode, or the pilot of Twin Peaks. It was also called Northwest Passage. Jimmy, you got a write-up mm, for this twisted sure tale? Do. Josh. Thanks. Um, by the way, so this episode's called Northwest Passage because that was what, for a time, this show was going to be called. Ah. Hmm. Um, after they changed it to the Pacific Northwest from the North Dakota Plains, which would have been just terrible. (laughs) (laughs) No one wants to see that. Okay, Northwest Passage. In February 1989 in Twin Peaks, Washington, homecoming queen Laura Palmer is discovered murdered near a riverbank. Soon after, Laura's classmate, Renette Pulaski, is found beaten in a fugue state, prompting idiosyncratic FBI agent Dale Cooper to travel to Twin Peaks to assist Sheriff Harry S. Truman in the investigation. Finding a piece of paper under Laura's fingernail bearing the letter R, Cooper suspects a serial killer responsible for a similar murder one year earlier may have struck again. Discerning from Laura's diary and her best friend Donna Hayward that Laura was having an affair and was a cocaine addict, Cooper suspects more sinister goings-on in Twin Peaks than meets the eye. Truman arrests Laura's boyfriend Bobby, who is having an affair with married woman Shelley, uh, Shelley Johnson. Deputies Andy Brennan and Tommy Hawk Hill discover the crime scene an abandoned railway car containing half a locket and a message written in blood reading, Fire, walk with me. Overhearing her parents' conversation with Truman, Donna realizes that James Hurley, Laura's secret lover, has the other half of the locket and persuades him to bury it. Laura's mother, Sarah, has a nightmare depicting someone unearthing the locket. Dun-dun-dun. And a thousand love triangle plots <laughs> yeah also. everybody's everybody's fucking man <laughs> <laughs> or, or smooching at the very least <laughs> nah they're banging <laughs> yeah and like literally and like not their like and not their own wives or husbands or girlfriends <laughs> like no. somebody else <laughs> not a single happy couple in the bunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, balls yeah i feel like halfway through that i was just like man everybody's kissing huh is that any <laughs> yeah. anybody i was feeling bad for like the people who who weren't kissing by towards <laughs> the end of this so i was like oh man sheriff sheriff's got nobody and then two seconds before the end all of a sudden he rolls up and he's secret smooching the like <laughs> the like owner of the sawmill lumber yeah. mill there are some characters that you don't, you literally don't know anything about them except that they're having an affair with another character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Big Ed and that one lady from the diner. Yeah, and Just Big Ed's dating like a Quentin Tarantino villain who's only <laughs> his like his like oh, wife, his, his wife, yeah, Nadine. his wife who's who's got an, an eye patch, patch. <laughs> and she's clearly insane. <laughs> Oh, that was pretty good. It's very much, very much uh, soap opera esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there secrets. was. Oh my god, there's so much like stuff, and it's almost in, almost in like it seemed like it was going to ask so many questions and not solve anything. But every time it like the show gave you like a, oh, what biker is this guy and then it was like next scene yeah it's james that's what (laughs) we're talking about and you're like oh okay yeah it at least guides you to the next step like it's not like leaving a thread hanging for too long it really didn't leave i mean it's biggest obviously the biggest thing that the whole pilot set up was obviously like who killed laura palmer it was what we're Mm -hmm. trying to figure out Mm -hmm. also thousand smooching side plots Yeah. yeah You get the picture that you're going to learn a lot more about 
everything that's going on in this town and not just stuff to do with the murder. Right. Because ev- almost everything that they, there was a question mark on the murder, at least small little new things, all those got like answered like right away. Like who's on the bike and mm-hmm. then like who's down to trying to go meet. And then <laughs> those actually both were James. But yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then Donna's yeah. smooching James. Yeah, yeah it, of course. Well, because James didn't have anybody to be cheated on with anymore, so he needed another person. Yeah. But Donna and Donna's boyfriend is a, a douche named Mike, who's best friends with Bobby, who's banging the diner waitress, Shelly, who's married to an abusive trucker named Leo. <laughs> Man. <laughs> There's a lot who of was, arrows on my notes. <laughs> who's like who's whose picture with his uh semi truck was featured in Flesh World, the magazine that Ron Ronette Pal- Palinsky was in. Yeah, so we don't know what that's about. This high school that was that was in Flora's safety deposit box for some reason. You don't have a copy of Flesh World in your safety deposit box? If I had a safety deposit box, I feel like that's the first thing I'm going to put in it. My <laughs> copy of Flesh World. It's the, it's the nudie mag. Single nudie mag. Butts also the magazine. single nudie mag of like <laughs> the high school girl that's in it too. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. So maybe I'm not going to have that. No, I'm going to pass. <laughs> Great. Um, I will say, however, really quick that my favorite character in this whole show so far is Log Lady. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. Josie? I remember lo- no. I took a note of Log Lady. No. Jimmy. What is Log Lady? Log Catherine? Lady. They call her Log Lady. Yeah. That's literally. What? <laughs> they're sitting, when they're sitting in the town hall meeting, the lady yeah. is, the lady that's flicking the lights on and off. Agent Cooper goes, oh. who's she, who's her? And then Harry also detective our sheriff harry s truman so okay yeah let's let's do um, that he uh he goes oh that's log lady and then agent yeah. cooper's like what's up with her oh they call her they call her the log lady yeah and no and she's holding a log while flicking the lights yeah as people are walking oh. into this town hall like the sheriff's just giving them the lowdown about like oh this is this person he's trying to make this happen and then there's just yeah. a lady carrying a log and he's just like yeah yeah we call her the log lady <laughs> Yeah, that way they just <laughs> pretty much horned that in. <laughs> There's a lot of little just weird humor like that strewn yeah. about. I, I wrote that one down. And the other one I wrote down was uh, there's a scene where uh, Agent Cooper and the sheriff like walk into like a conference room, and there's just like um, like a mounted head, a deer head that's just like on the conference <laughs> table, and the lady who lets them in is just like, oh, it, it fell down. <laughs> and like that's it for the scene now, now there's just a head on the table you know it happens <laughs> but like why like why what like why is that part of the scene that they walk in there's a head there like it had nothing to do with any of the actual things happening is just a weird thing i just feel like yep. there's always got to be something in a scene to like take you away from what's happening in the scene somehow yeah. there's always a distraction Mm-hmm. within like David Lynch's scenes. I mean not necessarily, but it there's just so much weird stuff as a whole going on around that's confusing you on what the actual main plot is. Mm-hmm. Cuz I, I think, bet yeah. Well guys, I just feel like I bet there's so uh, based on all the smooching that occurred. I bet a lot like some of that has to do with what actually you're trying to figure out in this. And then some of it's just crazy weird side stuff. That's basically meant as a deterrent for you to be able to like figure out the who done it. Right. Gives you some time to think. Uh, I mean, I don't think the write up mentioned Audrey at all. No, No, I guess not. It didn't. Which didn't mention a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. But like Audrey is this girl, she's a student. um, And like, for a lot of it it's just like it'll just like cut over to audrey in the classroom and she's making a weird face while like people are crying but then there was another scene too where like because i guess she's what the daughter of the person who owns the lodge yeah the big the big horn family moguls yeah 
and there's like a deal going on where they're like trying to attract these like Norwegian investors. (laughs) Um, And so she walks into the room of investors and like the one like person who's like leading them or whatever. And he's like, Hey, what are you doing here? Young, pretty lady. (laughs) (laughs) And then she like proceeds to say that like her classmate just got killed. And like, there's a bunch of people dying in the town and like scares them off. And she's like having a great time with it. And I'm like, what what is this <laughs> yeah some intense daddy issues is what that looked like like it may be like suspicious of like the situation but i was like is like does this have to do with the girl that got murdered or like or is this yeah. just some mischief side mischief yeah right well, does every anything audrey's doing at all have any bearing on the actual story oh uh, yeah uh, i was left wondering that <laughs> So, yeah, so, like, Leland, who is Laura Palmer's dad, is seen at the very beginning. He works with the mogul guy, Mm -hmm. um, Horn. With Mr. Horn. Mr. Horn, and I wrote down his name. It's somewhere on this. There's too many characters. I can't find his name. Um, And and he finds out. They're in a meeting with the Norwegians when Leland finds out that Laura's dead. And Leland is, um, do you guys recognize him? Ray mm. Wise. He's in Mad Men and he's in um, Good Night and Good Luck, which is a great movie. Hmm. Anyway, he's in he's in stuff. I think I weirdly sure. didn't recognize anybody. <laughs> yeah, some people like look like they're, you th- like, have I seen you before? But nah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Leland. Um, so then... Then right before Audrey goes in there, like, um, two people working at the lodge are talking and they're like, don't, don't mention this chick's death. It will blow mm-hmm. this all up. And so then <laughs> she overhears that and she walks right in there and then she sees her dad screaming with the Norwegians and she's just hysterical. Yeah. I also laughing. forgot that, like, right before that, in the scene where she's listening in and, like, hearing that conversation about don't mention the murders, she's, like, messing with this, car- like, styrofoam coffee cup with coffee in it, and she's got, like, a pencil jabbed in it, and she's like, hey, I wonder what would happen if I just, like, pulled this out, and, like, the, uh, I don't know if that's the, um, uh, it was some like worker that she was sitting next to that had like a desk full of papers, important probably papers. Like the hotel manager or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she was like, "I wonder what would happen if I pulled this pencil out of this cup, like out of the hole in this cup." And she's like, "Don't do it, Audrey." And then she just like pulls the pencil out, and of course, coffee goes everywhere on like papers. And that lady like, did like also pick the cup up then and like spill it more on the <laughs> yeah. thing and like she did acted like she had no idea how like towels worked and was like <laughs> stamping that it was like lady you lost all motor functions all yeah. of a sudden like like I would be moving papers and like trying to like get stuff dried off but she was just yeah. like she was just smearing coffee <laughs> farther out into she made it worse yeah she yeah. made it much worse <sighs> um. <laughs> I like how this show seems it's like equal, it's not maybe not equal parts, but it's a fair amount of like j- s- very serious mystery almost. Mm-hmm. And just like at times gross, you can't even look at it. <laughs> they, yeah. You know, it's like, and that's like really serious and not in like a gratuitous way, but in like a serious way. And then it does things like, oh, we call her Log Lady. And it just shoves in, like, <laughs> yeah. comedy. Yeah. And and obviously just the oddity of all of it. Every every single bit of it is odd. Yeah. In a way. Even when it's serious and even when it's silly, it's still, like, quirky. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, personally, I think someone watching, if someone sits through this entire thing and just watches it, I don't understand how you don't go... I just really want to know what's going on and like want to like watch more. Yeah. I just, yeah. I need to figure this out. <laughs> I was ready to roll into episode two. I really like this, this style of I that. Yeah. You said it. It's, it's weird. And it's just, it's just David Lynch. It just right. Makes you. Yeah. And I mean, I can, I could see people just being like, I don't, th- I don't like this. 
like you know just like because it's odd and stuff so i can see how taste would definitely be involved where you, so there's just some people that'd be like no no just no um but also for everybody else then it's just like enough to be like all right i need to at least watch number two yeah to see what the hell's going on speaking of turnoffs there is a lot of um like hysterical crying for the first half hour yeah. of the show <laughs> yeah yeah just anytime somebody new finds out about the death of laura palmer whether it's like the photographer with the cops or her parents oh. or oh you mean de- you mean deputy andy that's your, deputy that was just andy. like deputy andy yeah. yeah he cried multiple times like He's the principal yeah. <laughs> like uh, there's just multiple scenes of people not just like not just like being sad and crying but like hysterically crying yeah 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 it's true and that Uh, yeah and i think that is what's cool about all the like like odd eccentric humor throughout is that like it would it would be this episode would be impossible to watch without that (laughs) because it's either a so sad or like you've got special agent Dale Cooper like digging for like a really long time into a dead woman's fingernail like oh god with he a went pair too of tweezers far. so deep he went so deep <laughs> it was she was dead and i was like no Ugh. It, it was not okay that scene i hated that scene <laughs> also i read that that scene there's a, a fluorescent light that was like half out that was flickering yeah, and that was that. just happening and they he decided to go with it because it was disconcerting. <laughs> they just added a line about it. <laughs> I love it. He was like, oh, hey, we're going to do this regular scene. Also, could you mention the light during your thing while you're talking to Agent Cooper? He's like, uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to fix that for you. I mean, it worked perfectly. You couldn't have, I don't think, yeah, you def, you couldn't have scripted it better. It makes me think that, like, just one day on set, there was a lady carrying a log that walked in, and they're just like, <laughs> write her in. We'll call her the log lady. She was just in the on the street outside. <laughs> get in so here. So good. Uh, okay. I mean, well, we might as well just get into predictions it, and, um, with this. There's so much more. I feel like we kind of went over how it feels and the things we liked about it, but we could like probably talk too far into it. We're not like a, we're not there yet. We're not a critique podcast, yeah. uh, a plot critique podcast, you know? And I think with also, my predictions, like also you should have watched, uh, you should have watched the show while you listen to this podcast anyway. So come yeah. on, people <laughs> watch along <laughs> with us. So, um, wait, what about your predictions? Joe? I was just going to say, I, I can maybe start with mine. Cause I think my predictions do speak a little bit to what I think the show is going for. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that, you nice. know, kind of indicates what I got out of the pilot, which is, um, you know, a lot, a lot of weirdness, but I also think that they do intend to tie stuff up. I think, you know, this went two seasons and I think that, it, you know, it was kind of ungracefully canceled. Uh, but I think mm. that they, kind of knew that things were going down so i bet that they just like got out everything that they wanted to maybe it was messy but i I think that like the mystery gets solved and all that um so first and foremost i think laura's mom did it um (laughs) yeah that's not like she's not at all one of the suspects and i don't even think that we got like a secret smooch with her um no one's no. sneakrit smooching Laura's mom. Yeah. Come on no. now. So, as far as she knows, she's smooching Leland. Yeah. So, so I think that, you know, it's going to take a long time to get all the way around it. But by the time they figure out the mystery, it all comes back to Laura's mom. And Laura's mom is a serial killer, apparently. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's number one. Um, the next one is that uh, Agent Cooper, who uh, is kind of weird and, like, is intrigued with... <laughs> like weird small things and uh, it seems like he's like learning to be a human <laughs> uh, like he's like getting human it's lessons from yeah it seems like he's getting human lessons from the sheriff um and i was trying to place <laughs> like do i think he's an angel or a ghost or an alien or something uh, i think but i settled on alien i think that <laughs> agent cooper like is a real fbi agent but his body has been inhabited by an alien 
um, sure. and he's here to learn about humans and why they kill. <laughs> so I think that's yeah. explained. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, kind of with that, I think that there's a new sheriff by the end here and she's a woman. Um, because I think that, uh, you know, agent Cooper, uh, has moved on from just trying to learn about like romantic relationships and wants to like kind of try to experience one. So I think he kind of has an affair with the new sheriff. Nice. Yeah. He Um, wasn't getting any smooches either. No, no. Very much just observing. Um, and then I think, uh, you know, while they did get out everything that they wanted in season two, I think that they had intentions for moving on. So I think the sh- the season ends with a new murder to kind of propel what would have been a season three. Nice. Oh, so a little bit of a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Nice. Let's see it. Oh, I just dropped my predictions on the floor. Haha, then I'll go. Okay. <laughs> I have um so in the first or somewhere I, I I don't even know anymore. Uh but Agent Dale Cooper is talking about how on his way up there he had a he stopped at some place and had a great cherry pie. So I think in this episode uh Dale Dale Cooper is eating pie. Dale Cooper pie. eats pie. Number 1. <laughs> Maybe at the cafe. I love I love how in this you know what? I'll I'll talk about it after. Uh, <laughs> uh, so my number two, I also have that there's a new murder. <laughs> <laughs> um, so number three, um, I think so. A big thing in the town is the lumber mill. She was found like dead at the outside the lumber mill, and lots going on around that. I think we see a tree chopped down. <laughs> There's lots of like transitional footage of just things happening in the town around whatever is going on, and I think that that's one of them. Tree coming down. Okay. Then, oh, I had so like I was saying about sheriff. I was hoping he was gonna get smooches, but then at the end he threw me a curveball, and he was totally smooching Josie Packard. Um, so I think. Uh, I had to scratch that out and write, I think Sheriff and Josie are engaged. Okay. I don't think they get married. I don't think we have a wedding. They're just engaged to be married. Oh, They're my engaged. God. Would Would David Lynch do a wedding at the end to just <laughs> go, we're all the same, fuckers. Where it's everyone <laughs> dies. It's the original Red Wedding. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, hey, I picked up mine. Uh, so I, I'm going to do my <laughs> predictions. Um, so I think he was pictured as an obvious ta- target to be the killer. And I think that the misdirection was trying to misdirect you from the obvious to which that the trucker Leo killed Laura Palmer. Okay. So he, okay. he was Shelly's husband slash the guy that was terrifyingly arguing about what smokes she has yeah yeah you the scariest person that we've seen so far for sure yeah 100 so you're you're saying that you think that this was pointing the pilot was pointing to him and you think that that's obvious all right well i think that i think the pilot obviously pointed at a multiple people sure to be like it's probably him it's probably him it's probably him like maybe two or three people Sure. Obviously okay. him. It did it for Bobby for a little bit. Could still be Bobby, even though they let him go. And obviously now it's like, is it James? Cause he was around, um, you know, so there's other, so there's other people that they obviously pointed at, but they actually pointed at him too. Yeah. Um, kind of, I think they pointed at him via the flesh world magazine connected with the other girl and just mm-hmm. how creepy he is. Also, he's a trucker, so he could have killed the person on the southern half of the state a year ago easily while he was mm, up trucking. It's always truckers. Yeah. Have you listened yeah. to true crime podcasts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, logically, it makes sense to him. And so, since it's so logical that it is him, people would be like, well, this is so wacky. It wouldn't be him. So, the misdirection is getting away from him, saying it's too obvious. But it's not. He was Leo. He did it. He killed her. Nice. All right. Uh, number two, Joe, I agree with you. Aliens are involved somehow. <laughs> somehow. 
I literally just wrote aliens are involved. So, okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll find out there. Um, so then, uh, Donna, who was Laura Palmer's best friend, um, was hanging out with her and James, the biker guy who was smooching on Laura. But then at the end of this episode ended up smooching on Donna. So yeah. I think James and Donna are dead or gone. Oh, but suicide, double suicide pact. Yeah. Something like that. Um, <laughs> one other thing we didn't. So yeah, agent Cooper, he's weird and he's like quirky and he always talks into a uh, tape recorder to oh, someone that he kept calling Diane. Diane. Oh he's yeah, like, Diane. Yeah. I need to talk about blah, blah blah. I think he's still talking to that tape recorder, but I think he's not talking to Diane anymore. Oh, I thought like you were going to Di- say the tape recorder is Diane. <laughs> it might, I mean, he just named it. Hopefully, that means he just got a different tape recorder and it's named like Jonathan. <laughs> and so, but when he talks in the tape recorder, he's no longer talking to Diane. He's talking to somebody else. Um, and then I, I threw in a number five really quick log lady's back. You jerk. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> She's back. Roll now. Holding two logs. <laughs> Not just one logs lady. That's what they call her. Logs lady. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's right. Um, cool. All right. Well, we got, we got a finale to get to. So why don't we do that? Uh, the finale of twin peaks was called beyond life and death and this is the end of season two because it's kind of was the finale until they brought it back obviously so that's the one we're watching just to make sure june 10th 1991 beyond life and death we will see you after that all right we're back from the finale ish i guess of twin peaks from its first run back in the 90s called Beyond Life and Death. Do you have a write-up for this, Jimmy? Can you tell me <laughs> yeah. what happened? I'll give it a shot. Uh, Cooper must overcome his deepest fears as he tracks down Wyndham Earl, who has kidnapped Annie and has taken her into the sinister realm of the Black Lodge. That first sentence alone, I don't know what's going on. Uh, meanwhile, Nadine awakens after being hit on the head during the Miss Twin Peaks pageant and is devastated after seeing Big Ed with Norma. Dr. Hayward engages in a tussle with Ben Horn, knocking him into the fireplace mantle as revenge for interfering with his family's affairs. The next day, as Truman and Andy wait for Cooper to return from the Black Lodge, Audrey stages an act of civil disobedience at the Twin Peaks Savings and Loan. Andrew and Pete obtain the safety deposit box key and try to unlock Thomas Eckhart's final box in the bank. The box contains a bomb left behind by Eckhart, which explodes when opened, apparently killing Andrew and Pete. Major Briggs receives a message from Wyndham Earl, who conveys... Uh, who conveys it through Sarah Palmer. Oh yeah, that was creepy. Cooper embarks on a strange and fateful journey into the Black Lodge, which results in his ultimate downfall. Cooper Cooper bargains with Earl for Annie's life. Bob appears and takes Earl's soul. Cooper meets his own evil shadow self, and his shadow self emerges from the lodge with the soul of the doppelganger inhabited by Bob. Capital B-O-B. Yep, totally. Whatever that means. I would have said that almost verbatim, uh, having watched this that's, episode. That's what happened. I would have told you. Uh, Anything to Joe. add? <laughs> Hey Joe, how was how was True Lynch for you? Um, so uh, I I guess like on uh, an a I'm just like at a loss of words, <laughs> but just from like an objective standpoint of what we just saw, like if the episode was 50 minutes, the first 25 minutes um were just like made no sense because um because we haven't seen the middle right i mean did you guys right. know mm-hmm. anything that was going on it was just there was stuff happening some of it weird some of it kind of normal but 
weird or normal. I had no idea what was going on. Right, but it still also felt kind of like the show we had just watched in right. episode one. Are you and saying then... the first 20 minutes? What, what happened in the first 20 minutes? Um, I mean, it starts out with like, uh, you know, the, the officials, the cops and agents in an office talking about stuff going on and then they're like oh the log lady's coming which is weird that the log lady is coming but like right it's a character we know the log lady (laughs) um yeah and and the stuff they're talking about they're not sure what's going on there is uh i think is that heather graham it really looked like her but i don't think so let me uh okay (laughs) a young woman who looks like heather graham is getting dragged into the woods by some scary looking man um i believe that that lady's name was annie it was heather graham there you go annie blackburn and like those are things like i you know i can my mind goes that's bad (laughs) right (laughs) like i can I can understand what's happening there, even just from like a narrative standpoint of like, she doesn't want to go there. That seems bad. Um, Right. Yeah. And then once it gets to the bank and like uh, Audrey from the first episode is like chained up there for some reason, that's where I'm just like, okay, this isn't that weird, but I really don't know what's happening. Yeah. I don't get why she's doing this, but this seems in her character. Right. And there's a few more scenes after that. And I, honestly can't recall them because they didn't make sense to me and and that the last 25 minutes of the episode just blew any of that away right yeah <laughs> so i guess what i'm saying Insane. is the first i think we're done talking about the first 25 minutes right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the first 25 minutes is like it's the the tv show we've seen a little bit weirder but like uh, we didn't really understand it because we hadn't seen the middle and then yep. uh so agent cooper goes off into the woods where this girl was and like walks behind this red curtain that like magically appears. Um, and then it's just like, it's, uh, I took a note that it was the most horrifying like thing I'd ever seen on TV. I don't think anything, (laughs) like, I don't think anything comes close. It was really, truly scary. Like, I mean, to me, maybe that's just what I find scary, but like, there was a lot of like maniacal laughing and like yeah. staring into like breaking the fourth wall and like staring at the viewer and just like cackling and talking in reverse and yeah. strobe lights. I was, was just purely unnerved. it was pure purely uncomfortable. Like just pure uncomfortableness. Like Yeah. Uh, not watered down or anything, just like oh god. The thing about like the whole time. David Lynch of this made re- made me remember is like watching Mulholland Drive, just thinking like trying to understand if any of this, if this is just weird to be to be weird, or is this symbolism that I'm not understanding? Mm-hmm. Like why why are they talking? Why are they, like they filmed many sections of scenes in reverse while they're talking? Like why why would you do that? But mm-hmm, then, mm-hmm. so then, like, we learn that they're doppelgangers, so maybe that these, those folks talk backwards, <laughs> forward, and that's how yeah, you know. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, I and don't like, know. like, another thing about, so it's like, if I can try to describe it, it's like a series of rooms, but it's it's really the same room that's, it, like, four It's like walls. two rooms. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Two rooms connected by a hallway. Uh, a hallway, but all the walls are these red curtains, and the floor is this black and white like zigzag pattern. Um, and like the two rooms, like the guy keeps running in between, but like sometimes it's the same room, sometimes it's the same room, but with like just different setup. Like sometimes there's chairs, um, sometimes there's nothing. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes there's like a strobe light. And I think like part of the horror of that to me is that he keeps running, he keeps trying to run out of this place, but he keeps just like ending up back in the same place. There's like one part where like he like runs from one room to the other, and then like the little person in there is like wrong way, and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> no. That is like literally what my nightmares look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I during that scene I thought 
to myself, I might have really bad dreams. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like, Ugh. yeah, a, a common occurrence in my nightmares that I'm like trapped in some place and I can't like find an exit or way out and I'm just like going in a loop. Oh man. But it didn't have the cackling. <laughs> well, throw that in the mix. Yeah, did you did you think Laura Palmer was going to become like the ghoul that you were scared of at the end of this? <laughs> no, show? yeah, no. I mean, yeah, and she was maybe the scariest like yeah. demon yeah. in there. She's, she was really good at cackling. Mm-hmm. Her screams were yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. And and then at and then the whole show just ended with uh the like main good guy is now some demon person that's kind of what i and the credits roll because he met this well the scary guy that was taking heather graham away um cooper meets him in there um and he tries to make a deal for cooper's soul but then this like even scarier looking guy with long hair was like no 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 Uh, this guy doesn't have jurisdiction to just like make a deal for your (laughs) soul i'm gonna take his soul um and, and then of course cackles (laughs) and then uh, when eventually cooper gets out he like they like wake him up from bed the next morning and he's like you forgot to mention that he was being chased by his like his own shadow his his shadow self self. yeah yeah Yeah, there was a part where like his doppelganger like caught him and i'm just like oh what happens now (laughs) like (laughs) that what Um, what well he yeah he wakes up that's what happens yeah now. he somehow wanders out of there and then when they wake him up the next day in like his pajamas cooper says i have to brush my teeth which is a weird thing but like cooper's a weird guy so whatever um and then when he goes into the bathroom to brush his teeth he just like squeezes out the tube of toothpaste and then smashes his head in the mirror and you could see like the weird guy with the long hair in the mirror and then he's like yelling how's annie and like cackling again i think it's just it's the cackling laughing like maniacal thing that like really really creeps me out <laughs> yeah i mean it does a really good job when you do it over and over and over again because yeah. then it actually stops becoming like even weird and you're just like no i don't like this uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's all awful yeah this hey, really, oh also like hey, really just fyi some trauma on me <laughs> the log lady was in 12 episodes apparently of the show hey way to go log lady Bulk tying it together they should just call the show log lady yeah Twin peaks colon log lady i mean hey she was in 12 <laughs> there was 30 she was in less than half so and that's not including the new season fire um, walk with log lady. she might she might be in the new season <laughs> Yeah, was she in the movie? Firewalk with me? Don't know. Probably. I want to know what firewalk with me means. Mm. She seems integral, right? I bet I bet a lot of people have watched 30 episodes and a movie and don't know what firewalk with me means based <laughs> on just David Lynch in general. I'm just curious, yeah, it's like all of the regular show stuff happened and it was good i was like oh this i was like wow he really kind of reined it in you know david i've seen mulholland drive a lot and joe you've never seen it mm-hmm. um imagine it's a young naomi watts being um, yeah naomi imagine watts. it's <laughs> naomi watts but in that terrifying room but <laughs> the room's just a city and it's not really that scary but it's as weird and confusing as that whole room scene was mm. the whole the waiting room as the one guy called it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was really impressed with the first episode that had was just weird and quirky, like definitely David Lynch feeling weird, but not this like insane fever of shots and noises mm-hmm. like the last half of this episode. So I'm like, man, how much of that is in this, in these 30 episodes? And cause I feel like every time that happens, you go well there i don't even have a chance of understanding (laughs) you know so you're saying you're gonna watch this is that (laughs) i mean yeah almost for surely (laughs) (laughs) i'm feeling you remember a couple weeks ago joe when you were like 
when we watched Firefly and you're like, there's not enough Western in this space show. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel like there's not enough who done it in this supernatural show in this in this uh, finale for me. Okay, it's off the rails. Yeah, yeah, and also yeah, we're not we're not dealing with a man who just like we're not dealing with just who killed a girl. It's like some gateway to another realm with doppelgangers or something and souls yeah yeah being taken i mean did you guys think that it would get that like supernatural i mean i thought it was gonna go i i mean i wouldn't have i would not have been like surprised at all if aliens would have shown up yeah i mean i had aliens like i guess yeah but like i i mean i guess i could have seen like demons or or i don't know it just Maybe it's the perspective of whatever is happening <laughs> with mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. It makes it even weirder, you know, other than some guys like, oh, I'm the devil. Ha-ha. Mm-hmm. But that would have been weird, and he would have done that, too. Like, some guy wearing a trench coat is now the devil in Twin Peaks or something. I could see that happening. Yeah. But. Yeah. He, I, he, this... It surprised me for TV that it got that wacky. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this is network, right? This is like. Yeah, it was ABC. ABC. Can you yeah. imagine? It's like this followed by Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> like like three hours of Urkel. TGIF. Because <laughs> it's 11 at night now. <laughs> um, Man, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I was definitely reminded of why I stopped watching. Because <laughs> <laughs> it got so hard to follow and supernatural and weird i do remember bob after once he popped in at the end it's like oh yeah weird long-haired guy yeah i don't know who that person is at all so (laughs) just terrifying that's all i know oh okay well i mean so joe are you what i mean i feel like i have to keep watching the show i feel like there's i have no chance no choice not to in, Mm -hmm. in honesty but what are you thinking I think I need some time to process this. Maybe <laughs> maybe next spooky month or something. Yeah. You think we'll it fits the, it... the showtime season next spooky month? Yeah. Yeah. You think it fits far enough into like a spookiness with that last bit was enough to be like, yeah, this has this can wait till I want a spooky thing in my life. Yeah, next October's for spooky month we'll do episodes two and three. <laughs> just completely drop the premise of the show and just do yeah, just... in 29 <laughs> just whatever you know okay by then who knows who knows <laughs> maybe we'll have run out of tv shows and we are doing the penultimate the second and the penultimate and there'll be we'll still be in pandemic and so we will have watched all tv <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm yeah. watching, I don't know about you guys, I'm watching in just unprecedented amount of TV these days. <laughs> like, just all like hey, hey Google, play Buffy on Hulu is, that's my crack cocaine right now. <laughs> it's my high. <laughs> I'm into it. Google, Google's like, I think you've had enough. He's like, I'll tell you when I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll switch to Bing, god damn it. <laughs> Yahoo Answers. <laughs> don't judge me <laughs> yeah exactly oh man no flesh world in this episode <laughs> no missed opportunity mm. yeah really messed it up should have been in all 30 uh joe you want to go through your predictions yeah i could go um i said laura's mom did it jimmy do you know if that's anywhere true do you do you know no i did it i don't yeah, think do you, you know ever find it? out Okay. Oh, I, in season three <laughs> you know i wrote i really did i wrote down we don't know who killed laura palmer and then i scratched it out and wrote that the trucker guy did it because mm-hmm. i was like not even david lynch could be that mean right you gotta <laughs> tell us we saw the trucker for a hot second when somebody brought him up and it looked like maybe looked- he was chained up and left for dead somewhere <laughs> either that or he had alive. he had a piece of like a rope around one of his teeth and he was waiting for somebody to pull a truck away it's kind of there was like a little some coming out of his mouth. All right, sorry, keep going, Joe. Um, so no points for that. Inconclusive. Um, mm. I said that Cooper's an alien. 
Uh, which is definitely not. It seems like some sort of demon or otherworldly thing, but not aliens. Well, it seems like Cooper was Cooper, just a regular dude until the end. Oh, yeah, until the end. switched. Yeah. Not himself anymore. He's got to brush his teeth. Um, there is a new sheriff, and it's a woman. Um, it was still the same sheriff, Harry S. Truman. Yep. Um, and then it ends with a new murder. Uh, Annie's fine, right? She's fine. Yeah, they they specifically well, said that she would be fine. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, that's right. They did. Yeah, because he says how's Annie the doppelganger? Annie's I doppelganger. Mean, Are we led also to believe we, that? Who's to say? We could, but it wasn't murdered either way. Some people got blown up by a bomb. That's <laughs> yeah, they did. The Oof. glasses just like flew off. But supposedly like those glasses made they made it from like the oh, yeah, basement the old... of the bank into a tree completely <laughs> yeah, unhurt. Outside, yeah. yeah. That old man banker who wore those thick Coke bottle glasses, that that was um that guy must have been a hundred and five years old. <laughs> In nineteen ninety one. And they do this awkward long shots where he's just shuffling for minutes across the room as you just <laughs> watch. Yeah. Uh, Wild lynch uh was that was that all of them yeah that's it no points no points i don't think i had any either so uh no one ate pie there wasn't a new murder they were investigating as far as we know um oh i didn't see a tree fall there were there were pictures of trees in the distance but and then you don't know what's going on with uh the sheriff and Josie. Yeah, no Josie. She her name was in the credits, but we didn't see her. Maybe she's dead. <laughs> oh. Could be. Could be dead. She's probably dead. Um. Okay. Well, my first one. So no for you. No points, Jimmy. Right. Nope. Okay. Well. So my first one was that I thought the Leo, the trucker guy, killed Laura Palmer. He was tied up somewhere, or something. So inconclusive. Um, I thought aliens were involved somehow. I guess if anything, it's demons and bad hoodoo, maybe. Um, James and Donna are dead and gone, which unfortunately that even gets thrown out because we saw Donna at some point talking to her parents when, uh, she like find out that she like, that wasn't her dad. Is that what? That's what it seemed like was happening. Yeah. Yeah. There was some side plot of Donna learning that she's not really her dad. So that's not it either. Um, and then I said, Agent Cooper isn't talking to Diane on the tape recorder anymore, but he didn't even use the tape recorder. So it's no yeah. way to know whether or not Diane, but guess who brought it home? The log lady is back. Yeah. Apparently she's just a character. She's just a normal. <laughs> they, they her name's don't like Margaret. Don't bother to learn her name. <laughs> No. Her name is Margaret. Hmm. It was. I'm pretty sure that's what well, they that's what they called her. Um, yeah. Agent Cooper, because everyone else kept calling her the Log Lady, and then when she walked into the room, Agent Cooper, I'm pretty sure, called her Margaret. Hmm. Huh. Well, then I didn't bother to learn her name. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, I'll probably report back next week on how my watching of Twin Peaks is going because I'm <laughs> sure I'm going to watch a couple here. Nice during the thanksgiving time i mean it is you know it is david lynch and it is really well like there are things that are well written about it like like the whole town is very like the town itself is a character and i think that's cool like each like setting is like a character like you have the sheriff's office and the cafe and the gas station and the mill like Mm -hmm. the roadhouse yeah, it's all Road very house. well. Oh, those those things about it are almost more important than like the characters sometimes and like the shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, I think if it stays more like ninety percent first episode to ten percent last half of last episode, then I think it'll keep yeah. me hooked the whole time. But if it gets more and more and more and more waiting rooms backwards screaming con like for half the episode then it might start losing me because it's just like it's gonna eventually hurt my heart so much that i'll just 
die while watching it. I do feel like I have to watch it at some point. It's a cult. That's a cult classic. Right. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Well, I guess that is, uh, that is what we think about the first and last of Twin Peaks. If you listeners want to hit us up, uh, for show suggestions or other comments and whatnot, you can do that at F and L podcast on the Gmail or on the Twitters. That would be superb. Subscribe at five stars. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week for just oh, such a 15 years in the making. That show that's coming up next <laughs> week. Stay tuned. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.